It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. The Morning Skate comes to you from Sharks Ice at San Jose. That's where the guys are on the surface practicing and getting ready for tonight's game against the Edmonton McDavid's, as I like to call them. Drew, before we get to the McDavid's, I want to ask you about your travel schedule yeah. from Arizona to yeah. San Jose. Yeah. Uh, you had an interesting day of planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, the FAA had a, had a bit of a problem. And uh, for the first time since 9-11, they grounded all the departing flights uh, in uh, the continental U.S. because apparently it's really important that the pilots and the ground uh, people are able to talk to each other and they weren't and they had the problems were were I don't know what the system's called but anyway it was a corrupted file etc 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 the uh, it affected the whole country the whole country first time since 9 11 so it was three hours at three hours they shut everything down till they get things going again Randy was a bit worse than me because Randy left the hotel at like um, five in the morning <laughs> and he and he didn't he didn't take off until like 10 30. Uh, I was only delayed like an hour and a half, but I just, I'm looking at those poor people, Danny, who flights were canceled and things like that. Best thing though, standing in line, okay, to, to get on the flight. And this young lady comes up and she goes, excuse me, are you one of the Sharks broadcasters? And I went, yeah. She goes, which one are you? And I said, I'm the bald one. And she starts to laugh. I said, I'm Drew. And she goes, right. So there's Danny and you and Randy and Brett. I went, so I'm the only one you, you didn't know my name? And she went, yeah. So I expected, so should I? But it was great. And they were really nice. And she loved, loves uh, listening to us, loves listening to uh, uh, the TV side as well. So it was, uh, we got Shark fans everywhere, pal. That is really cool. And, of course, what we had there, by the way, was a really pretty cool arena. Yeah. I, I thought it was a great experience. I mean, we talked in the sec at the end of the second period. The atmosphere, they've created a place where there's atmosphere where before there was none. Yeah, it was a bigger rink. Yeah, it's an NHL-sized facility. And, and it's nice in Glendale. But there was no atmosphere. So now you've got that atmosphere, a little bit of college fun going on, a little bit they play into that. And I thought the game was really good. Of course, the next game was also a good game. But unfortunately, the Sharks took a loss to the LA Kings. LA is finding ways to win this year. Uh, I, I thought that there were a couple things that, that really jumped out at me. One was that Drew Doughty had such a strong game. He jumped up into the play. Back checker maybe a little soft on that one maybe, uh, but Doughty hadn't scored in nine games, but boy did he snap one. And it was really too bad for James Reimer because of all of the saves that he, that he made in the first period and everything else that was going on in that contest. Yeah, I thought the Sharks played well in that game. Didn't play a very good, they played a good first like five minutes and then they didn't play very good after that. And then they really got their game going second and third. The problem with what we're seeing with San Jose goes back to David Quinn talking all the time. And I know I mention him all the time, talking about the difference between playing well and winning. And 
the Sharks get a goal, they come close, and then they take a penalty, or they give one away and the puck goes in, or they don't back check properly. They even close that gap to 4-3, and they, they, they still can't get that next step. So it's that consistency of play that they've got to maintain. There's just too many, once they get to a point where they've either taken the lead or climbed within one or tied it, they drop off a little bit. And so to me, that's still the next step they've got to take. I agree. You know, Quinton Byfield, for example, had a really, really good play on that first goal. Yep. He got by Eric Carlson, which is not easy to do, and he was back behind the net. But Brett Hedekin was talking about it as a former defenseman, and he said, basically, if Jacob Megna was just a touch inside toward the post, that, would have, that play would have stopped. And then later in the game, he had the same play, and he did that job, and he stopped it. And so lesson learned, that's what's happening this season. They're just a little bit short on their play and their consistency. They need to be more consistent of a team, and that's what, like tonight, you've got to be 100% consistent. Five guys up in each zone defensively. You've got to make sure that checking is your number one priority tonight, and B, you've got to be in the right position, like you're talking about Magna. He's got to be in the right position all the time, or else you're going to get burned. Yeah, well, even if you're in the right position tonight, it might not matter. And I'm thinking of Trevor Zegras on that McDavid 35th goal of the season. He was there, but he just wasn't able to stay with it. Yeah, well, Connor's a unique talent. He's a very, very, very good player, but he's a great, he's a great talent, but he works at it. Danny, this, and I watched the kid for five years. I mean, he works at it every day. He's one of those guys where you've got to kick him off the ice. He works hard off the ice. He works hard on the ice. He's improved his game, game after game. He reminds me of his work ethic of Joe Pavelski. I was thinking Sidney Crosby, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, Sid for sure, but... Um, Joe Pavelski for sure. Pavs, Pavs, to me, is always, to me, the standard when we talk about guys who have made themselves better than they ever were. But Connor continues to try to perfect his game. He's got he's really a driven guy, and he's trying to drive that team right now, but they're struggling trying to keep the puck out of the net. It's funny. The Sharks actually have more five-on-five -five goals than they do, which is incredible. And here's the other amazing stat that Brett and I were talking about in Los Angeles on the air, Drew, and that is... Of all the players in the NHL, and I'm talking forwards and defensemen, Eric Carlson is the league's leading scorer at even strength. He has more points than McDavid and Crosby. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Now, the thing is, though, terrific team offensively 5-on-5, five five, not as good defensively 5-on-5. Five five. In fact, they, they're right down near the bottom of the league. That's the area that we harp on. But again, you don't have to play defense in your own zone. Against the Oilers, especially tonight, if you're playing defense in your own zone, it's gonna be a long night. You've gotta play defense in the offensive zone. You've gotta play defense in the neutral zone. The neutral zone tonight will be the most important zone. That's an interesting concept. I think I'm gonna to talk to David Quinn about that on our Coach's Chalkboard Show because that's where a lot of the plays begin. I think that the other thing too is, is there any way that the Sharks can kind of delay or, or play, they really, do they have to play a style of play that they skate with the Oilers or do they have to play a style that, where they, you know, maybe delay and take their time in the offensive zone and kill the clock a little? I think they've got to play, well, in the offensive zone, they've got to play their cycle game. When the Sharks play down low, when they play below the hash marks, they're good. And if they can control the puck, that means Edmonton doesn't have it and they're on the attack. But everything else, if you don't have the puck, you know what David Quinn's going to tell you. Skate the gap, skate the gap, skate the gap. 
What about the idea of the regroup? I thought that the uh, Sharks did that well against yes. the Kings, although that's a 1-3-1 one, one system, so they skated back, they stayed calm. I don't think you can do that against the Oilers. No, you can't. You're right, though. Todd plays the 1-3-1, one, one. one of the few guys in the league, or Todd McClellan, is the one guy that few guys in the league that play the 1-3-1. One, one. And so you've got that time. I, and you're right. I thought that was a nice coaching adjustment by the Sharks, uh, and, and, it, and it helped them. But no, against the Oilers, Jay Woodcroft's team, they're going to come after you because they've got the speed to do it. I'm looking at their defense, and I'm not really, shall we say, overwhelmed. Uh, their top two, Nurse and CeCe, are really good players. But everywhere else, I, and I re, I'm a fan of Evan Bouchard. I like the way that he gets the puck to the net. Tyson Berry, offensive guy. These are, these are guys that are similar in stature to the Sharks' defense. So, you know, in goal, who knows what's going to happen. They've had struggles in goal. Now, they've also had struggles on the point. I love Darnell Nurse. He's one of my favorite people in the world. He's, I, I got to know him really well in Edmonton. I love the kid. The big, thing about, the big thing about these guys, though, is they give the puck away. They have not been playing very well. And their goaltending, forget it, their goaltending has not played well at all because the guys in front haven't played well. So the big thing with them, the big thing with them, if you get after them, they will make some, let's say, interesting choices um, with the puck in their own zone. <laughs> in a way, isn't that how some teams have beaten the Sharks this year in the sense that they wait for the team to make that so-called catastrophic mistake that we've talked about all year? Can the Sharks see the Oilers doing that? Yeah, absolutely. If, if, you, if you get on them, if you skate the gap, if you pressure, they will give the puck up. That's the one big complaint that the people have been, the, everybody's been talking about with the Oilers this year is that there's too many giveaways in their own zone. We will see how it all goes. Drew and I will be on the air at 7 o'clock Pacific time from SAP Center at San Jose with the Sharks and the Edmonton Oilers. It's always fun when Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl and company come to town. And so you've got to check it out. And by the way, today is Connor McDavid's birthday. So we'll see how he responds to that. That's it for our morning skate for today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.